my Adidas. DTL or Villa Millennials Anonymous Affiliate Fairy. I need you. Hey. I just got sucked back into the 1980s with my favorite 80s break group in a magical. Olivia, a DeLorean. Uh, no, a razor scooter. Wait, I need some hot Adidas wear. Now, can you help a sister out? Okay, okay. It's officially summer, and DTLR Villa has an exclusive offer to start the season off. Ending on July 6th, select Adidas Apparel or buy one, get one, 50% off. All you gotta do is go to Millennials backslash shop or Adidas BOGO, which 50% off using the code. Come on. I always wanted to wear a gold chain, but we gotta hurry back, cuz. Let me guess. Millennials Anonymous is on? Yes, girl. Yes. Millenni, millenni, millennia, what? Us from the last what? Mm-hmm. Millennial what? 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 The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the individual guests' own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Millennials Anonymous or MAPS Media. The material and information presented here is for entertainment purposes only and not meant to malign any person, place, thing, or group. MAPS Media's name and all forms and abbreviation are the property of its owner and its use does not imply endorsement or opposition of any specific organization, product, or service. This is purely entertainment, folks. Now let's get it. Ah, ah. But welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. We're going to get this party started right and so, so, so very quickly. Okay, we got a guest today as well. Miss Lady L is in the building. But so much shit has happened in the last week since I last was on here. Not from the break we took, but when I was on here. So here's the thing. If you are a woman, you have less rights than your mom did. That's just a fact. I know I've been hearing people say it, but factual. These are facts. You have less rights than your mother did, which is sad because we live in a more progressive state. We live in a more progressive era but we seem to be going backwards and i think a lot of this has to do with being very very divisive and fear because when trump went out on a he went and did a rally i don't even know why he's doing a rally he hasn't even signed the paperwork he he didn't even sign the paperwork to say that he's running he's taking money and shit he's violating finance law it's a whole thing but anyway he went on a rally on Saturday and he had Mary Miller, who is a congresswoman. She's not just some random lady that wrote a book. She's not a random lady who's on social media. She's a congresswoman. And out of her mouth came, I want to thank Donald Trump for the victory for white life. That sounds like a Ku Klux Klan rally. If that doesn't sound like something that would come from a grand wizard, I don't know what would. What would come out? That's what would would he said at a Ku Klux Klan rally. We these are like dog whistles. So when I'm hearing Roe, black women and brown women are gonna be collateral damage in this fight. But this fight 
is not about black and brown women. Now, I'm not saying that black and brown women shouldn't be engaged in this because you will have so much collateral damage that's going to happen from this, especially from women who are in states that immediately rolled this back. We also got some gun legislation, which we haven't gotten, you know, any meaningful gun legislation in like 30 years since like Columbine. And now, you know, I, we, we do have some gun legislation on the table. It was bipartisan. We had 10 Republicans that were for this. We're going to see them change things. There's going to, of course, school safety and security measures, mental health. They're going to run some background checks and they're going to use the juvenile records for people 18 to 21 they have the gun trafficking and the straw trafficking law which makes it easier to prosecute people who buy guns and give them to other people who should not have them of course they require people to register now uh, more sellers gun sellers to register as federal licensed firearm dealers and then they're going to close the boyfriend loophole which is i don't know why they even had this loophole like sometimes when you write they write laws it's like why did y'all even put that in there like i i am confused but the boyfriend loophole, basically, they had a law, domestic violence law, that borrowed individuals who had been convicted of a domestic violence crime against their spouses, partners, or children that they cohabitated with from having guns. So that means, like, if you were convicted and you live with these people, you didn't couldn't get a gun. But old statues allowed these people that committed domestic violence and were charged to be able to purchase a gun if they did not live in the home. The stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life, but they've since closed that. And then of course, $750 million to implement like crisis intervention programs, like the red flag laws or programs like New York had, but they just did not work. So we'll see what happens with this and how this works. Because again, this is state by state by state. We also got the Supreme Court that decided that they're passing all this gun legislation, but we want you to be able to carry concealed weapons wherever you go. Like, yeah, mm-hmm, yep, that's what we want. We want you to be able to carry a concealed weapon wherever you go. It's fine. You know, carry it to church, carry it in school. We, it's fine. I was like, where... Oh. What is going on with the Supreme Court? Like, this is why voting matters and the Republicans understood the assignment. They put people on the court. Democrats, it seems like we don't focus on the Supreme Court nearly as much as Republicans do. And this is why I think they are able to get stuff like this done. And Clarence Tom Thomas is trying to come after other things. I don't know what the hell he's on or thinking about, but he's starting to put it out there like he he said it he didn't say that there was something that was going to happen but he kind of like alluding that they're going to look at other things you know like he he mentioned con contraception with married couples and he mentioned gay rights like why no one even is mentioned these things are not even popular like what okay i'm not understanding I'm, I'm just not. But then we also got the BET Awards that happened. And I I was happy to see Puffy got like a Lifetime Achievement Award. I didn't watch the full BET Awards, full disclosure. But this seemed like it was done very well. And it was very emotional to see everybody. Casey and JoJo was there because he started with Uptown Records. And we saw, uh, of course, the locks and all the bad boys. So, you know, the bad boy records, the locks and little Kim was there. What is going on with Kim? I, I, my heart bleeds a little bit for, for Kim because Kim was that girl. She was. Kim was that girl. And honestly, I think All About the Benjamins is one of the best hip hop songs of all time. And her verse was the best verse 
on that record. It was just, it was really good. And the, the highlight was Shine, hands down. Like I said, he looks like Barack Obama if you brought him over Amazon Prime, but he looked good compared to where he came from. Shine is, he's a, he was a felon. Like he got convicted of a felony, if you don't remember, Back way when in the 1900s, y'all young kids call it the 1900s. I think it was like, no, what, like 97 or something like that. Puffy was with J-Lo and Shine in a club. Uh, Puffy started a little scuffle with somebody. They threw some money at him and then shots were fired. And Shine had a gun and he started shooting. Three people were injured. Yada, yada, yada. He ends up getting locked up. Okay. The issue was is that he shot in the air you can't can't be doing that but it's also the issue is that he was an undocumented person so he was in the country without paperwork so of course what eventually happened is he got deported once he got out of jail he was going to try to get his life back together here he got deported so he was living in brooklyn but he got ended up getting deported to his homeland which was the which was belize and belize is a very dangerous place to live like it has a lot of crime high crime there and i'm happy to see that not only like he he went to jail and he really got his life together he you know converted over to like judaism and he really started to change his thought process and now he's a politician in belize so i can't knock that he's trying to change things for his people of course we got the whole versus thing i put something on tiktok about the versus thing it, it just was a mess like i don't know when they said who was gonna be there i was like they don't have enough songs it, like people were saying it's omario and i'm like pump your brakes oh. have 20 hits it's not even just about having 20 songs let me rephrase that it's about having 20 hits a mess and i was like and who like he was eating a watermelon as i guess just to show conolingus i guess he was showing what he could do but what woman wants you to bite her like he was we do have a guest today lady l is here in the building and i am excited to talk to her she's absolutely hilarious if you've not seen her videos on tiktok she is the official or unofficial official <laughs> dictionary of the hoochie daddy short or hoochie daddy season and we're gonna talk to her next week we're gonna have a full political show and it will drop on july 4th but for now, we're going to talk everything body positivity and we're going to talk about all of these these current events topics that have gone on today. So we're going to talk about it. Let's get to this interview. So we got a guest today, and when I tell you that they've been persevering with me <laughs> through all of the eras and things going on back and forth, she is such a trooper, and I'm excited to have Miss Lady L here today. All the way, she is, I'm going to call her the hoochie daddy aficionado <laughs> guru. How are you doing today? I am good, and thank you so much for having me. I'm too lit to be on your show, so... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. So we, we got a lot to talk about. You are a podcaster as well as I'm going to say a social media influencer, as well as a a small business or an entrepreneur, because you, you sell Hoochie Dad. You don't just talk about Hoochie Dad. No, no, no. I don't. I actually don't sell Hoochie Dad. Like the comp, 
the hoochie daddy thing kind of forced me into a light that I didn't even know I wanted to be in. Okay. So people have been talking and asking me for hoochie daddy apparel, but I haven't really decided one way or another where I'm going with that. Cause it's it's already some hitters out here, so okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, all right, yes, and I think you were also a fellow. I was looking on your Instagram, fellow autism supporter, awareness supporter. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I, my brother has autism. My oldest brother, so I've been aware of autism oh, my it, entire yeah. life. Yes, I get <laughs> it. I understand. But let's get let's get started because right now Hoochie, it is Hoochie Daddy season. The season is upon us. The season <laughs> is here. We had Hoochie Mamas back in the nineties, yeah. and now we in the Hoochie Daddies. But we need to get the dictionary. We need the Hoochie Daddy dictionary of social media. Okay. Explain to people who don't know the men's and them <laughs> what is a Hoochie Daddy. So if I had to be the one to write the definition. I'm just going to say, because I always say a hoochie daddy is really just a state of mind. Okay. You know it's not so much as the apparel, it's, it's how you're wearing it. So to me, a hoochie daddy is just a confident person that's not afraid of like social norms and all of these things or what looks masculine, what looks feminine, because there's a lot of conversation that's been circulating around like the length and what it looks like and all of that. And like, despite of all of that, still true to themselves and the fact that it's currently 103 degrees out here, it takes <laughs> to be who you are, baby. Like, it's just looking good and feeling good for me, you know? That's it's 103? Yes. Yes. Are you serious? It's so ghetto. The heat is so ghetto in Texas. Okay. And it's only 11 a.m., so, you know. Jesus. I didn't know it could get that high. I'm, I'm on yeah. the East Coast. <laughs> we don't do that. So that you don't mean. get that. Yeah. No. Yeah, it gets very ghetto hot out here, so. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So, I want to ask you, how did you get started on social media? Like, let's, let's get the people to get acclimated with who you are. Okay. Did you just start, you know, posting stuff? Did somebody say, hey, you're funny? Like, what's your background that you started doing these videos on social media? So... In all honesty, TikTok, like me deciding to post on TikTok came from the podcast. Okay. Other than that, I use social media basically in the same way that everybody else really used it outside of my podcast. Um, so when I decided, I was like, well, let me start a TikTok and maybe promote on TikTok just things of the podcast. Okay. Uh, just, you know, for the listenership, the followers, all the things of the things. And I started seeing like all these videos circulating of the hoochie daddy shorts and all of this. So one night I'm sitting in here and I'm like, you know what? We got to lay out some rules, like just talking about <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Nothing too crazy. But a lot of people think that like that video was like me putting on an act, but that's my actual personality. So I was just really sitting there just saying whatever came off the top of the dome. Like yeah, okay. <laughs> the world just kind of took to it. You know, I put the video out when I went to bed that night. It had like maybe 9,000 views. And so I didn't think nothing of it because on TikTok, their algorithm is finicky, you know. So yeah. I just was like, well, we'll see, you know, what it does. And when I woke up the next morning, it was like over a million views and I was, and people were calling me like, I see you on my <laughs> And I was like, Lord, one of my coworkers messaged me at work and I was like, oh, child. Okay. <laughs> so that's kind of where it started. So now, as far as like social media with the platform that it's building for me, I'm still fairly new to it. Okay. So. 
But you are a podcaster and I always oh, ask people, how did you get into the world? Because it everybody falls into the world of podcasting. Ooh, like there's not a lot, of, a lot of people that, I mean, I've always wanted to be in media. Like that's mm-hmm. like my, the, the things thing. that I like, mm-hmm. but we all fell into it. This, how did that work for you? It's, it's kind of, a, it's funny, but not really. So basically on my 30th birthday, I had a nervous breakdown literally in the middle of the party bus on 6th Street in Austin. Wow. In front of like everybody. And that kind of stemmed basically from just things I wasn't dealing with. You know, as I, as black women, I feel like we're just, they're so strong. You're so strong. You carry the weight of the world. You carry the weight on the world, but nobody's checking on to see like what that weight is doing in the background. Right. Right. And so that's what I was doing was just suppressing, suppressing. My dad had recently passed away. It was just a lot of things on my plate. And I was on a bus of mostly people that, you know, I love my friends and family, but it was a few people that like, it was time for you to get off the bus anyway. Okay. So it was just a mixture <laughs> yeah. of like all of that, a whole lot of jello shots. And it, I just had like a whole nervous breakdown. So we get back to the hotel. And when I get back to the hotel, I like have this moment with myself in the bathroom where I'm like, sis, you're not addressing your mess. You're not okay. And it's okay to not be okay. But gotcha. you're not really ready to say it out loud to somebody just yet. But you need mm-hmm. to say it out loud. So I come back from Austin that Sunday and then I just went into my, I was still living with my mom at this point and I sat down at her kitchen table and the podcast was born. The crown table is the name of the podcast. Um, and it started off seriously for me as a therapy session, just okay. as a way to release those things, talk about them, get them out, be more open with them. And then people just kind of took to it because it's just relatable content. And and that's how and I fell in love with it. I just absolutely love my little show. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it, so I, I I had to check you out. So once I I ask somebody, I always gotta do my research. I don't. Absolutely. I, I would say you're more of a relationship podcast. You know, mm-hmm. I would say popular culture relationships. Would you say more so popular culture? Uh, the season one was I did a series. So like I said, it's a therapy session. So usually what's going on in the season is directly a reflection of whatever is going on in my life. So at that point, I had like a relationship that was falling to pieces. I knew it was and it was time to get through it. Okay. So that's how the relationship series happened. And we just had that was just a fun series. So in season two, um, I have a, a series that I'm working on and it's called Diaries of a Healing Woman. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like what healing truly looks like, what it really is. Um, what does healing me. look like? For me? So I had to learn that healing was not a destination. Okay, It's not a destination. It's a journey. Because So this is weird, but I do it all the time. If it's Even if it's a word that I know I know, I'll go and I'll look at the definition of it. Because sometimes hmm. I don't really know it. So that healing is the act of becoming whole or you know, healthy again, meaning it's what takes to get back to that, not to that. So I think in this society, we look at healing like, oh, I'm fixed and that's it. And it's like, no, sis, you still gonna have bad days. You're gonna be ready to drag, dude. Like you can't do it. So I had to reprogram my way of thinking just because, you know, things that are going on in my life, 2022, you know, she's been popping it for me. So it's like, it was time to, you know, address some of those things. So that's what healing looks like for me. Like every day, 
it's just a progressive step forward. It's recognizing when I'm not okay. It's not being afraid to say I'm not okay. It's setting boundaries that are necessary. Like we don't want to set boundaries with people because Mm -hmm. we're scared of how it might offend them. But boundaries not just for them. It's for you too. You know, so this is like things that I'm learning in this journey. So it's titled Diary of a Healing Woman because it's my direct view of what it looks like. I can only tell you what it looks like for me. And if you find something in that that you can take with you on your journey, then I've done my job. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's pretty much what I've been, you know, working with. with. Yeah, I, I can see that. And I think more black people just in general need mental health and to really focus on mental health. I think that there has been this. I don't know if you've seen it because black women, especially we die of heart disease more than anyone else. And it's because we do take on that stress, but now it seems to be like a beef between black men and black women. Like who need to be protected? Is it black women? No, I've seen it. And it's, and it's so ghetto. <laughs> like, what is the beef? Like what, what is the beef? Do you think that we, Black men get more attention in the black community than black women, or is it the other way around? Because I think that there is a conversation to be had between us about what that actually looks like and what it looks like to just protect black people in general and stop with all the madness. I feel like black women in general, but specifically black women, because that's the only stance that I can speak from. I think that we're judged a lot harder than black men, men, period. I think like in the black community and you see it a lot, like okay. people tend to give black men a chain, a, like a this pass. You know what I mean? Okay. Oh, he's just, don't do this. Cause he's just this. He's just that. I don't listen, miss. Um, ma'am. <laughs> I don't know about that. Like you even see it in families. You know what I mean? Like mothers and grandmothers giving their black, boys this past of being like just not great humans because oh that's my baby or oh he just oh he's been through and it's like no baby let's take some accountability you're making a pass Mm -hmm. for someone being just a trifling human and at the end of the day if we keep with this mentality then when it goes on to their dating and doing things like that they're expecting this woman to be like their mama and i'm not your mama like <laughs> right like that's just the bottom line so i can feel that but i'm going to say something controversial cuz i've heard men say this so especially black men so if black men come from black women and black women are the mothers that are giving them the past is it black women that are causing these problems for other black women hmm that's a good one. I, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I, is it the chicken I or the egg? I say it's a, I mean, yes, in a sense. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? Because you are really giving them the past, but, and I'm going to say heavy on the butt, you know what you're doing is shitty. Like, I, okay. I just feel like, yeah, the mama might have started and planted the seed, but there comes a point where it's accountability on both sides. Okay. So well, we could give it to the mamas in the beginning, but when you were grown up and you going out here and you doing all of this, you treating her bad, you're not coming home, you having all these kids, you know that that shit hooked. You know that's not my <laughs> That's a good point. And I'm going to show you something. I'm going to ask you your opinion on this because okay. th- I think this is projecting. I wasn't going to get here until later, but we're going to do it now. So okay. I'm going to show you. To the I girl. do not know what podcast Ooh, this is. But I've this, seen this, but let's okay. turn it back so I can load up. 
All right. So we're going to play this. Don't know. Like I said, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the podcast either. And they did take it down. So I confident that's who they run to, the bigger girls, because most yeah. big girls are going to have good credit, have some money, and be able to help take care of them. <laughs> and cook. Bigger, bigger <laughs> woman says, help. Smaller woman says, oh, I have to carry that load. Oh, I got to take care of her. Bigger woman says, she going to help me. She going to put this load over her back. So Because that's man, what she has to do to keep to, a man, to, to maintain to a man. Make, to make up for it. Yeah. So the man, again... Not want to just sacrifice, step up, be by yourself for some time, get your money right. It's I'll just go get a big girl. She'll help me. When the men are not financially confident, that's who they run to, the bigger girls. Because So, I'm a, I've been big pretty much my whole life. Like, I think I had three years when I was small. I lost a lot of weight. I was small. But I've been big, bigger my whole life. So I want to ask you, what, what's what's going on now? Because I feel like there's some hate going on with big women now. I feel like a big dude sucked the gristle off of her man and took <laughs> him away. And so now she just feels some kind of way because what is that? Like, I, as a bigger woman, and I've been smaller. I've been, you know what I'm Me saying? Too. I've, I've had the best of both worlds. Never have I ever in nobody in either one of those frames I'm not doing that. I'm not carrying no load. I'm not. And the reality of the situation is you got skinny girls out here risking it all, running scams, running up cars, doing whatever, doing whatever to stand by that man. So I don't get this whole narrative like just because a woman likes to eat or she's a bigger girl that it's like, oh, my mind is weaker. My mentality is weaker. Big girls get chose out here. Like, don't get it twisted now. Ever. And I just don't understand, like, and for her to sit there and say that with a straight face with all that conviction <laughs> in her heart, it bothers me because, like, also just aside, like, as a woman, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, it's right. already, we go through enough. Like, as women, we're constantly under this microscope, under these negative narratives, just waking up being a woman. And for you to sit there <laughs> and say that with all as, that audacity as a black woman. You know, your pick me energy is because I feel like she said it. I feel like a part of her believed it, but I also think that she said it just because she wanted to be in favor of who she was sitting next to. You know what I mean? I could see that. And okay. it's like sometimes people kind of change their color for whoever they in the room with. You know what I'm saying? Like me personally. I am who I am in any room. I feel what I feel in any room, but not everybody does that. Like some people feel the need to tuck their tail. And if that's not the case and she really just felt like that, I feel like somebody hurt you. I feel like you had a bad experience <laughs> with a big girl and then it play out in your favor because maybe you thought because you were smaller and it don't work like that. It, it just does. The thing that killed me was him, though. He's like, because they have to. I was like, yeah. where does this perspective come from that... I think it's that big women don't have the confidence. I think it's that they don't have confidence. Now, she did say big women have their shit together. She said they got good credit. They got money. I'm like, that's great. I mean, I know big women are both. thinking that all of us out here operated like that. Right. But we don't have to take care. I didn't take care. Because the way Sally May on me right now, I don't know why you would think everybody got good credit out here. But, (laughs) you know, whatever. I digress. (laughs) But why would you think that I would, just because of my size, I'm in here taking care of a man to keep a man, that a man wouldn't just authentically choose me because I'm just bomb like that. 
Right. That's what I'm saying. Like none of that changes because of the body that you're in. You know what I mean? And I right. think that I think that narrative is weird, but I've seen it a lot. And I saw like I saw a shorter clip of it. I didn't see it as long as what you just played. And there was a girl um on TikTok and she was like, Why are all the big girls so mad? Uh a dude taught me himself. Mm. And I'm like, sis, first of all. You're not it to even be having that opinion. But I'm just not even going to say that to tear you down. But I'm looking at it like, hello, who made you feel like you were certified in this? Like, just because you in a smaller body, because you have some skinny girls in a smaller body that, yeah, you smaller, but you built like a fingernail clipper. So now what do we do? Like, so and they're lazy too. You can have a small, because I think that's absolutely. it. They think bigger women are lazy. And then I've had this conversation as well with somebody on a podcast that bigger women aren't disciplined and that's why they're heavier. And they're, they're more likely to be lazy, which is completely and utterly false. Because it's like, how out credit and we go have all this stuff and we lazy. Like, come on, y'all, make up your mind. Which one is it? Fine. Either we're successful with money and great credit, <laughs> which takes discipline <laughs> to do. Or we're lazy. Right. Just because I like to to supersize my fries, that doesn't mean that I'm not disciplined. That's that doesn't mean that I can't get out here and run circles past any or, around any of you if it's something that I'm striving towards. Mm-hmm. And I think that people are just really superficial. Um, okay. And social media has a lot to play for that. I think they think these likes and comments like. That doesn't feed your soul. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't do anything. Put any money in your pocket. So I don't care if you out here, if you like what I have on or you don't. It's all of how I feel in myself because I got to wake up and go to bed with myself every day. You know what I mean? And so it was sad to see that, though. Like just seeing it just made Do myself. men like because. I think that there is a set of men that love big women. Absolutely. And that's their... their and they, and they be skinny boys, too. Like, the right. dudes, the dudes in the gym be choosing the big girls. So don't get it twisted. Like, it ain't that. It's not that at all. Right. And I was like, honestly, I agree with you. I think that there are a set of men that prefer plus-size women. I heard some men say that's the only type of women... Yeah. That they yeah. will talk to. So I don't want y'all s- smaller women or thinking that this is not what it is or that if you see a guy like that with a woman, like a guy you don't think she should yeah. be with, that somehow he's using her. And, you know, another thing that is going around social media, speaking of social media, is Nick Cannon and all of the ba- – because he's having another baby. Yeah, a lot of people are nine or something. Yes, yeah. And he has how many baby mothers? Like six or something like that? Five or six baby four mothers? four are pregnant right now for him. Say, wait a minute. But he has four four ladies are pregnant right now for him currently. Oh, Lord. I didn't even know that. I thought it was just two. Mm-hmm. It's a dark-skinned girl. Holy mother. One girl who he had a baby with before. Not the one that baby passed away. I knew away. that. It might have been the one that the baby passed away. I don't the know. The one he had twins with. He yeah. had twins with her. And okay. Then two yeah. other ladies. Yeah. What? Yeah. And they look from the picture, because I saw it on uh, the shade room. And from the picture, they look like they're all about the same. You know what I mean? Oh as far God. as in their trimesters or how far along they are. But yeah. speaking of the dude, could you date the guy with the 32? Because, like, on Tinder, if you see somebody, I think, for me, I couldn't date somebody who didn't have children because I have children. Mm. So I would never want to date a man who didn't because 
he if he don't want children, he don't want my children. Absolutely. I can feel that. So, but I think that there's a limit, maybe three. There's got to be a line in the sand. And if you got three baby mom, I mean, I don't know. Because that's push three baby mamas is three extra women that you got to deal with. Three personalities, three attitudes. What if him and one baby mama still kind of got that weird, like, connection? And see, I'm a woman with no children. I don't have any children, but I've dated men with children before. Um, because it's not necessarily that I don't want them. It's just that I haven't had them and I'm okay. But I don't mind if my spouse has, but my limit is two, three max. Just with a possible, two with a possible. Two and a possible. Okay. And And just because like I'm in my- And don't renege on the kids. No, see, and I'm like, I don't know that kids don't bother me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, but as a woman with no kids, I don't live with them full time to be like what it's like with them in the house. And like, now you just hear you coloring on the walls, you're doing weird stuff. Like, I think there is, um, you know, you just got to have like a certain passion and like compassion rather when it comes to like children and stuff. And I don't mind that. Right. Uh, but there is a line. There's definitely a damn line because your kid's not going to be running me wild. Right. And you got to think like even going in a relationship with them, like even for the dude with the 30 kids, like, OK, yeah, you got the money to be taking care of these kids. But what about the money to be putting in the household that you're staying in? Girl, no, you're <laughs> a truck driver like ain't no fucking and, and shout out to my, all my truck drivers. Granddaddy yeah. was a truck driver. They get their bag. Yeah. But 30 babies, 30 kids. And this inflation diesel high as fuck. This one dude on TikTok was showing how much it costs to uh, fill up his truck. His 18-wheeler, $706. That's what I'm saying. So you out here with 30 kids in this climate? Sir. sir. And like, yeah, you might be taking care of them, but you struggling somewhere. You taking care of 30 somewhere. babies. We taking care of 30 babies because I'm almost guaranteed you they got wick uh, and food stamps. Because I said he was like very triggered and people and he was like showing his little coin. I'll take care of my babies. Look, if y'all pull out game week, just say that. He said it ain't weak. He said he doing it on purpose. That's stupid. That's you know, bl- black men, I think, have this thing now where they we call him king, and it's nothing wrong with if you want to call your man king, call him king. But yeah. I think that some of y'all take that to your head and really it, feel like you a damn king. Like, no, like we respect you, we honor you. If we're together, we need you. Yeah, which is a conversation in and of itself because I know yeah. a lot of men it piss men off when they say like, you know, we don't need you, we want you. Yeah, because I seen that conversation. I was like, I would much rather somebody. Want, want me, me then need. need me absolutely absolutely but they be black men i think y'all take that way too because this alpha male bullshit i don't know and i'm not saying you can't be a strong man i'm not saying you can't have, have if you want gender roles and you know he take out the trash you cook in the kitchen i'm not yeah. saying that but i think yeah. some of y'all take this alpha bullshit way too far and I'm gonna say something, and it's gonna piss a lot of dudes off uh, when this, when uh, when they hear it. <laughs> and I don't care. You can argue with your mama about it, but there is a scientific. It's scientifically proven 
that alpha males are not real things. The idea really? of an alpha male came out when a scientist was, he was viewing and studying coyotes in captivity. Okay. And so in captivity, there was the need for dominance for an alpha male, but that's because you don't have the abundance to just be out here doing what you're doing. So that versus the way the pack operated in the mm. wild, in their actual climate, there was no need for an alpha male. So y'all are making up this thing that's not <laughs> really a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not a real thing, baby. Like, there's not really an alpha male. Like, that's not a... It's not for real. To me, an alpha male, for it's just, you know... You feel like you're, you're gonna just, piss them off. You know that, right? And and hey, argue with your mama. Like, <laughs> you but, but you can't argue with what's facts. Like, it's a. I, I'm gonna have to find the. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna find the study, uh, and I'm gonna tell you exactly what it was like, the name of it, and everything. But yeah, like it, that's not a real thing. That whole alpha male and I'm gonna put the underlay. The more you know underneath of this, when when this is edited, I want that sound because I, I want y'all to hear that. The more you know, like stop <laughs> that alpha male bullshit. Yeah. That that shit is not true at all. And I think that that's another reason why we have the issue with the hoochie daddy shorts with how short they can be and what's acceptable because of that. And it was like, oh, that's too feminine. I don't mind a man in shorts. I don't know what's my limit. Do you have a limit of things where you like, I don't want my man to wear that. Hmm. So things that I just okay. So I I don't know why about it, it. Not that it bothers me, but I just don't like it. I don't want my man to paint his nails. I can't. Okay. I clear? Don't you don't like clear? What about clear? I can handle clear just because I know that like I dated a guy who would get manicures. Okay. And so I know that they like when they buff it or do the you know what I'm saying just from being a woman. So I don't mind that. Like all the colors, and, and that's just not for nothing. I just don't like it. I just don't like. I just don't like the way it looks. Like, why are you in here with all these <laughs> on nails? Like that's driving me crazy. So, I um, but that's okay. my personal preference. Um, fashion is really one big circle. I so the whole thing with the hoochie shorts and stuff, it's like, yo, that started in the fifties. Yeah. It was dudes out here with whole ass Daisy Dukes on, like coochie cutters on. You know what I'm saying? Like your own mother and your father. Go back and look at them pictures. I bet you. With the OG hoochie. You know, <laughs> with me. If your daddy is, was in the 80s, he was a hoochie. Right. He was a hoochie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that triggers you or makes you feel some kind of way. But your daddy wasn't caring about the inseams. They was wearing cut off jeans. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, this is just fashion repeating itself. You know, there's a lot of, oh, that started in the LGBTQ plus community. I don't know where it started, but I know if you go back as far as the 50s and look at photos of men back then in shorts, mm-hmm. yeah. They was out there with the th- with the yeah, thighs. Out. They was, and they was playing basketball in them hoochie shorts and everything. Yeah, living their damn life. I think the only thing I wouldn't want my man to wear is one of them onesies, them outfits. Because I'm like, so when you piss, you got to take your whole clothes off like an infant. I like I just, I, I just can't. You in the journal, just butt ass. I can't watch you sit here with this onesie on. As a woman, I know how I struggle to take. A- I can't see that for you. I, I never got into the one I like. Well, the, I guess it's not a onesie. I guess it's a romper. Like, romper. I, 
them it's wrong. It's, it's an adult onesie. But but we'll say romper to be politically correct. I, I never got into that fad. I never got into it, and I never will. And I yeah. just it's, it's a struggle for us. Your buttons go all the way down. <laughs> right. you, you, but we got a stall at least. They down at the urinal. Put your booty out. <laughs> I just, I can't. You're not, that don't bother you? Mm -mm, mm -mm, <laughs> I can't. I can't with that. That's the only thing I can't deal with. Yeah, I can't. I never got into the romper thing. I don't want it to come back. Uh, I'm never going to support it because I, I just I agree. see you in the urinal. <laughs> it's an ass out. <laughs> like, do you hold the romper from stopping it to touch the floor? <laughs> Do That's what the floor like. Cause now you got on a pissy romper. Like I just, I, I, that's the only outfit I'm like. I can deal with you. Want to paint your nails black? Fine. You want to paint them pink? I'm okay. Yeah. Don't yeah. wear no goddamn romper where you got to. No, I don't want to know that you got naked in the bathroom. Like that no. is going to do something to my life that I do not. <laughs> I don't want to, like, if we on a date and I know you got to go to the bathroom, now I'm going to be thinking about how you went in that bathroom and I asked naked <laughs> because you had to pee. And now, and now that's going to, now I want to ask you questions when you come back. Like, how did you get how out of you that? Like, did you, yeah. How did that work for you? <laughs> so I, can't. I think I'm just too childish to appreciate that. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's the only thing that I can't deal with. Other than that, I can deal with anything. Yeah. But we going kind of going backwards a little bit. We got to give you give the lengths. So you have broken down the lengths of the hoochies. Okay. Yeah. Give us the lengths of the hoochies, like it, the starter pack, all the way up okay. to the official. So, um. I didn't know that inseams was like this big, you know, whole thing until this, because I said in the video, three inches above the knee. Okay. But uh, what a lot of people don't know or haven't looked at is that I actually made a total of four videos uh, because I wanted to include all body types. I wanted to include masculine and feminine, like women. I call them stoochies, but like studs or masculine identifying women. Just everything. So I feel like it really just depends on your body type. Because okay. like for my juicy hoochies, you know, me being a juicy, a juicy hoochie myself, you got to worry about them thighs rubbing together. Okay. So, yeah. so you can't be out here with the, with the three, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then, you know, as a, well, I don't know, but like when your thighs start rubbing together, that center part start bunching up. Yeah. So I was like bunched up and I don't want to see that for you. I don't want to see that on you. You right. Uh, you can't you right. do it. So I feel like for, you know, just different body types, I say three inches of thigh meat minimum. Okay. So whatever that inseam size looks like for you, if it's five inches, if it's seven inches, if you want to be a platinum hoochie and you want to go up with the three, four inch, because those are the ones that are a little bit shorter, you know, it's just what's comfortable for you that doesn't make you. It's all about what makes you comfortable. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's definitely a, a comfort thing for sure. And I appreciate you being an EEOC kind of hoochie dictionary. Like you went yeah. to the, you know, the the. you call them juicy, the juicy hoochies the all the way down to yeah. the very slender. Chicken Uchi. bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uchi's. The chicken bones. We love the chicken bones too. Like you, it, it don't have to be, you don't have to be a gym guy. You we don't. appreciate it on, on everybody. And so that was really my whole message is like, 
just be comfortable, like be who you are. Just remember these few key things. And what I'm telling you is the stuff that I just want to see. It's like, it's what we talking about in the group chat. Like, right. Why are you out here with these ashy knees and these little <laughs> shorts on? With some damn lotion on. Like, right. I'm at like, least just oil your fucking legs up, man. Like, <laughs> all I'm saying. Just a little bit. I mean, y'all don't have to be out there for gym day. Just make sure it looks nice. That's okay. You can wear whatever colors you want. You can wear whatever prints you want. Like you said, you like a colorful hoochie. I I do too. Yes. Especially on some brown skin. Like certain colors on the brown. Ooh. Child, but uh, <laughs> but you know it's not it's not really a lot of rules. You know it's just be confident, look good, oil your fucking legs up. Come on, I'm not. Asking you don't I love a I love a hairy hoochie though. Ooh. I and that's my Ooh. thing. It's like I love me a hairy hoochie. Go ahead, looking like Wolverine, boy. You better. <laughs> I'm not Wolverine. <laughs> I like it. I know some women don't. Yeah, and I love me. And that's cool, but like, I don't. You don't have to be like hairless or anything. Um, I think just the pictures, because that was one of the questions that I got a lot in the comments was like, "What about hairy men?" But it's like nobody is exempt from that. Like anybody can be a hoochie. It's not. It's not any guidelines like let's break this social norm that you got to look a certain way or be a yes. certain body type. It's hot as fuck. They're short. Yes. At the end of the day, they're shorts. Put the yes. fucking shorts on. We're going to catcall. We're going to let you know because make like it. it y'all do it all the time. EEOC. So we finna we just giving that energy back this summer. That's all. <laughs> right. Maybe y'all might second guess Maybe doing we, that. Uh, Cause you don't want to be called red shorts. <laughs> right. Hey, red shorts. <laughs> right. Come on, at me. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, just loud and just obnoxious as fuck. And that's what we gonna do. We gonna yeah. do that all that. Absolutely. And we gonna get mad too. That's why you wasn't that cute in them shorts yeah. anyway. We're gonna do all that. Whole legged ass. Like, yeah, we're gonna. We're giving you the same energy that you give up. Basically, this summer, it's our turn. We up yes. next, baby. We're giving it back. We're <laughs> giving it back. And I, yes, EEOC all day long. Period. I'm not going to keep you forever because I feel like we could probably talk forever. And I know you got shit to do. No, nah, you good. You good. I told you I cleared it out for you. So you you fine. <laughs> okay. All right. I appreciate you. Now, is there something that you wanted that was pressing in popular culture that you wanted to... Because, you know, you're also an entertainment news maven, like myself. Is there something that we you, you, you've been following that you like, I got to get this off my chest? The, the thing that I've been seeing that we already touched on was the, the whole idea that big women... Um, just How, how, how do you feel about people treating Lizzo like that? Like, people really be... Well, well, let me ask you this. I love me some Lizzo, but I know some people don't fuck with Lizzo. Like they yeah. just feel like it's too much. Like she's too out there. It's it's too much. Do how you feel about the way people treat Lizzo? Because they really be on Lizzo. They be and they've been on her. Like me personally, um, I love her confidence. You I know what I'm saying? Like I don't listen to her music or anything. Oh, you like don't. That. And not for nothing, just but because I just have it. Like she from the city, she from out here, like she from Houston or whatever. And I know she uh and I I've heard things on the radio, like 
as far as Lizzo's music, it's like if I hear it, then I'm a vibe to it, but I'm not just going out. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Respect However, that. However, I love her confidence. I absolutely love that about her because just because of your body type, who says that you don't like have, you know what I'm saying, need to have that confidence. I feel like um if you feel like you look good in it, you know what I'm saying? Because the only thing that I thought was a bit much was when she had her ass out at that basketball oh, yeah. Just because it was like it didn't match with the event. You know but what I, I'm saying? I don't even, I don't mind the event. My issue is with Lizzo's people. Because I feel like they don't dress her right. Like, I feel like they ain't doing right by her. And but I don't I feel know. like Lizzo, I feel like Lizzo's stylist probably brings out looks. And Lizzo is the type that's like, no, this is what I want to wear. Okay. So then it comes a point where it's like, do you let the artist, you know what I'm saying, do what she want to do? Or do you just kind of, you know what I mean? So I think a lot of her uh, styles and like mm. what she's wearing. You is think she picked that assless outfit? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I feel and like I somebody feel, gave I her them assless. Like, because she didn't see some skinny girls do it. Because let's be real. We didn't seen a few skinny girls out here. With the same, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like, I think she goes into it, I don't know, because I be having a problem with this with Lizzo, because one minute she said said before that she doesn't want to be like this ambassador for plus-size women, but then you kind of carry yourself in that light. But when the world doesn't agree with you, then you don't really want to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like either step into that bag or don't. Like, it just is what it is, but... Um, I feel like she probably was like, yeah, I'm going to eat this outfit up. And then like she has this big personality and you was out there doing all that you was doing. And then the <laughs> Internet ate that ass up about it. And then you was crying on the Internet the next day saying that you don't want to be, you know, this ambassador. But it's like, sis, you already in this light. Like you already that girl. You're Lizzo. You are Lizzo. So yes. Heavy is the head that wear the crown, baby. And that's just what that is. Like, and I like the new Yeti. I think it's Yeti or Yeti or the new outfits, the athletic way that she has. I actually think she yeah. looks really, really nice in that. And I think Lizzo is what a very, very beautiful woman. Yeah, it's just girl. like I said, I don't agree with the way some of the outfits that they put her on. It's not that you can't wear a short one or your ass out. I just felt like you that was giving me Rafiki vibes if you watch wrestling. Like it just wasn't working for it's me. It's not it wasn't flattering. It right. Wasn't flattering. Cause it's like you could be sexy and it be flattering for your I think it's like when if it is the stylist, we're gonna run with the narrative that it is the stylist. If it is the stylist, you need to be fired because you're not always taking her body right like shape. Put stuff on that flatters her. She could be sexy. It could be short. It could be tight, but it's like it can be sheer, see-through. I just All feel like things. people don't style for us. Like, we either... When they style for, for bigger women, it's like you got to be, like, 80. Like, well, you know... It's, it's frumpy. It's getting old lady. <laughs> Bitch, do I look like I want to be in tweed? No, I don't. So- lame <laughs> Bryant. It's giving me Lane Bryant. It's giving me... Heavy on the Lane Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just not where it's at. I was like, we want to be Hoochies too. Like, we want to look like... Absolutely, absolutely. Freaking dress. We want that. Why can't we want that? People want to see us in that. A big woman that is like a celebrity that I can just say like, 
they just be styling her out to the T or she just be looking good. And I really can't think of any like that's what I'm saying. Like honorable mentions. You know what I'm saying? Cause even with Lizzo, like you'll put it on, but just cause you put it on, it ain't always given. And then the plus size models don't really be plus, plus size. Like the real plus size body type. Mm. Like you might have a bigger frame, but y'all stomach flat, sis. That's right. <laughs> that's like that don't count. If you don't got a tuck shit, that's not for real. And I don't like it. And I don't, I don't like, like it. it. That's yeah. like Takar. Was it Takar? Is that her name? Back in the day, she was a plus size model. She was in a lot of the music videos. I don't know how old you are. I think I know. Young. I know. I don't know if that's her name, but I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Like they would say she's a plus size model, and I'm like, no, she not. No, she's mm. not. No, she's not. She is size not nine. Real, not in a realistic plus size body. The only, the only, I think Fashion Nova has been trying to incorporate they some have. like real plus size bodies, but they only do a sprinkle. It's only a few here there. They might throw a little picture in or whatever, but not too much. You know, that's the only place that I've seen that's like representative of Rihanna. Like, the Fenty. Oh, yeah. yeah, but Rihanna. We just love her. Like we do. We do. We like, girl, we living for you out here. Like that's why she's a billionaire. Cause we love her. We yeah. love us some Rihanna. Savage. Like, that's it. That's she's it. like authentic and she's whoever she is. You know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't let the whole Chris Brown thing define or deter her. Like, you just gotta admire her driving. It's like she's very inclusive because I love watching her um the Fenty, like when they do the little fashion thing when she's releasing the line, because she includes everybody, like the big girls, the skinny girls, the gays, like the thems, everybody. So yes. I live for her for sure. I live for I live for Rihanna as well, and she is the quintessential woman of I think the moment, and she shows you the I want you, I don't need you, because she picked mm. eight. If she, really, like of all the like, okay. Especially because wasn't her dude before him like a dude billionaire or, or something like that in his own look? Like, baby, sister girl is living. She's living. Do you know how that might, that must make him ASAP Rocky? Like, did you sleep? You first of all, Rihanna, bad as fuck. Come on. Okay. Come on. And she rich as fuck. Like, filthy. And she's she sexy as you. And she's sexy as fuck because being cute and being sexy are two different things. Two different things. Absolutely. They're not the same. Uh, no. So you got that and she wants you, sir? Come on now. Come on, man. And you can tell like she just really like love her some ASAP. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's cute for them. I think it's cute for them. And I, But she's definitely like back to the point of the I want you, but I don't need you. Yes. And I think that that's why their relationship can thrive because it's also like I only show y'all parts of the relationship that I want y'all to see. Other than that, we don't know what the hell y'all got going on. And that's <laughs> we, really don't. Like, we don't know what y'all doing in I love, and that's why I love them because they you see them every now and again. But I know people want Sierra's prayer. They want Russell Wilson. But to me, it's like you keep putting it in our face. Like it's like everything is online. Everything. I was like, keep some mm -hmm. shit for yourself. Like y'all don't have to show us everything. What, when something or if something happens where like something human happens between y'all, um, the internet, the world is just going to judge y'all so yes. hard because y'all have been like 
not even that you're trying to, but you kind of stepped into this, oh, we're just the perfect, we pray for each other, and now everything we do is perfect, and we love each other perfectly, and it's like, that's not realistic, though, I feel like with Sierra, I, I love that for you, sis, especially because the past. I'm 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 happy for yeah, her as well. You don't talk about that, but like you didn't came collection before this man. Keep him right. right. So she she did it right. I will say that I just was like keep some stuff to yourself. Yes, so for y'all and you know to give us everything and to end on this men. Be like ASAP Rock, not exactly like him because I think he got arrested or whatever. But besides yeah, that, some, like random felony charge, right? But nobody knows what the felony charge was, like baby. Besides that, okay, you know. Besides that, move like him. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, do that, do that, because he's he has all the confidence in the world. And let us know when can we listen to your podcast? When is it dropping? When can we get okay. new episodes? And what platform is on? So I'm streaming on all major platforms. So iHeart, Spotify, Pandora, the things of the things, wherever you listen, I'm out there. Um, it's going to be weekly. I'm Like I said, I'm getting a um, series together now. I plan on dropping the Monday, every Monday. It'll be, um, I don't think the, because I'm working on some other things on the background to a company with the, uh, with the diary of a healing woman. So, I got you. you know, we're going to have a couple of uh, things I'm working on, like a journal, like the journal entries that I use to challenge myself. I'm working on like printing that. So it's okay. Not a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Little ones and twos happening, but I got some fun episodes coming up, uh, getting ready to drop. My two cents episodes are ones that are a lot of fun. It's just basically like read and respond. So I uh I don't know why people think that I could just they want to hear my little one two about their relationships or whatever it is. But I watched the last episode I think this year that you did, which was you went over like you were talking about the guy who was with the woman who had the very bad foul. Oh yeah, since episode yeah, mm-hmm. and that was interesting to me that I that men. Because I'm like, definitely, I mean, y'all said that, but definitely that's that's medical. Honestly, sir, you risked it all. That could have been <laughs> gonorrhea. My thing was like, honestly, after, because the first time, okay, I've never had that problem, but I'm just going, you know, I'm trying to, okay. But the second time, and then like in the shower, you could still smell that smell. Right. Ain't no motherfucking way. <laughs> it's like you either she's dying or you about to be in the clinic, sir. You gonna be right there with her. You gonna be leaky. She gonna be like, it's no way now that y'all both funky. in the shower, sis. Mm-mm. And you still put that little put that little thing on them because you smell it just like he smell it. You smell it first. I guess she's trying to nose blind to it. <laughs> well, maybe she smelled it so long she used to it. But that's a problem. <laughs> I feel like as a woman, you gotta know, like that's not a natural smell that should be coming from your cooter. right. Like there should, like there is a smell. You know what I'm saying? Like all cooties have a smell, but not Fish. like this. No, yeah, no, no, and it's not just- to the point where over other smells you can smell it. And like my thing with him was like. I feel like you didn't smell that smell before. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 
if y'all dating and stuff, like. <laughs> Like at dinner, you know, you go come past, on, like you come to you with a little skirt on. That shit is not just content. Like, you, 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 was you at the crab shack with extra obey and stuff? Like seafood constantly <laughs> because ain't no way. There's no way. Yeah, but like, put you on that Mediterranean diet. You eat a lot of fish. Like, what, <laughs> what is that? Do you have too much mercury in you? Like. <laughs> Something is happening, and it and it blew my mind. But it was like I think it blew my mind more to see that he like followed through with it. Yeah, like you had to see it through. No, that's interesting. That's no. Interesting. But then again, you know how do you have that conversation with somebody, especially like in a mo- in that moment? There's no nice conversation, but I can tell you this. I mean, I don't have a dick, but if I did, I wouldn't. I couldn't not. I couldn't, wouldn't on a boat. I could not, would not on a moat. I could not, would not anywhere, Sam. I am like, I, there is <laughs> no, no way. Hey, absolutely. Ain't no way. You Ain't just no got way. to sit the person down and say, hey, look, I like you a lot. But what I'm not going to do is risk Whatever you got going on down there. Because exactly. I, like I said, you smell it, I smell it, and I know it ain't me. I came here out the shower. Like, okay. It reminded me of, um, of when I was in college, when I was at PV, one of my roommate, uh, one of my roommates, uh, I came in one day and the house smelled like no fish. Like it was this no. crazy smell, but we had like the, my room and bathroom was on this side. And then there was another room, but nobody was in there. And then she was on the other side. And her bathroom was on the other side. Now, I knew that they didn't clean a bathroom like that, but mm-hmm. it just smelled like we had fish the night before. Ooh. So I, like, clean the kitchen up, and I'm cleaning the living room, but the smell is, like, not going away, like, over the floor. You know, the floor deodorizer, like, over all of that, you just, now it smells Jesus. like sweet fish. So I'm like, oh, my Ooh. God, what is that smell? So I walk in a bathroom, and when I walk into their bathroom, she had thrown some panties away in the toy in the you know little trash can that they had in there, and that's where the smell was coming. Are from. you kidding me? Where to God? I have to. One of my other roommates, we laugh about it all the time because we like you know got the bag, threw it away. The smell was instantly gone. What? When we get down like closer to the end of the semester, and this was a roommate. Like all of us had kind of had it. Like all had our own little incidents and things with her. And um, we were in the living room and we were like, okay, so now we finna have to, cause we're not gonna be able to finish out the semester. Somebody gonna end up beating this girl up. So we're talking about it. And as we're talking about it, I keep hearing like a noise coming from their bathroom, but the door was closed and the light was off. So I, you know, I'm like, am I tripping? And I kept hearing like what sounded like a sniffling noise. And so I was like, yo, is somebody in the bathroom? <laughs> like, is somebody in the bathroom? So um, because she had this thing real bad where she wouldn't lock our front door. Okay. So all of the room doors were locked. But if you just walked into our apartment, you know, you could just walk into the apartment. So her boyfriend, he she ended up burning him and giving him a syphilis, I think. Ooh, you okay. And so he was crying in the damn bathroom and he heard us come in because he was coming to confront her. But then he heard us panicked and closed the bathroom door and turned <laughs> the lights off. But the nigga was still in there crying. So I was like, yo, like, why are you just in the bathroom in the dark? And then he told us what happened. Oh. And it was like, 
So you didn't smell no smells or nothing that made you feel like, you know what I'm saying? Oh and he like, yeah, but he just didn't think. Like, I guess maybe he just wanted the cootie cat so bad that he just looked past it. But yeah, she ended up giving that boy syphilis. But that's what I'm saying. Anytime y'all smell that, you know that it ain't men. That's not natural. Men. I don't like know. in the bathroom talking about your pee-pee leaking. And, and... Well, you kind of deserved it because you shouldn't have went up in that thing if you knew that it was a little too tangy. Like <laughs> it was spicy. It was, you knew it was it spicy. spicy. When I tell you this girl panties had the entire apartment smelling like fish. Oh the my entire God. apartment. I will never forget that. that will, yeah, then that means there's no way he was in there breathing. Like there's Sir. no way you was breathing while this was going down. You couldn't have been. You Sir, couldn't have been. You have to You're be. not Aquaman. This is not <laughs> what this is. <laughs> like, men, if you learn anything from this episode, hey, if it don't smell right, don't don't do that. Do not enter. Do if not it smell enter. like fish. You must have quit. Like it's just, it's not it. <laughs> You gotta get out of there. You gotta, you gotta get out of there. And women say too much of a man to say no. Like you not, you don't look like a pussy just because you said no. You look like you putting your health first because and your hand work just fine, just fine. I will never forget that. And so that, like reading that, it made me think of that because I was like, man, girls are really out here. Like I would just charge it to maybe we was young. She was embarrassed. Right. You know, so she didn't say anything, but it's like, y'all really out here playing with Walking. these Because <laughs> I'm like, if you had like, up the apartment, you had to have been like that everywhere you went. Like, there's absolutely. no. Mm. Absolutely. You're out here just living crazy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That girl. Well, now y'all can sue if you didn't know. Geico got, you know, the lady sued Geico. Because I saw she that. Got the so did they pay her or is it still fighting like it? No, she won in state court, but the Geico took it to, I guess, they're going to take it to a higher court mm-hmm. because because they're saying, like, there's no way this is in our policy. So why would we pay her? Yeah, and that's, I'm actually a property and casualty, I'm a licensed agent. So it's like, just from an insurance standpoint, like there was nothing like that's not on the insurance company because like, what section company, is that? You know what I'm saying? Like the insurance company is covering the car. Like <laughs> right, right. I guess your cootie cat have to do with the car. It's personal it's personal injury. <laughs> it's pimp. It's pimp. But maybe it could it could fall under uh if he has like personal injury and stuff like that it could but i don't see why it would she tried to sue him and lost though she couldn't sue him because it was hard i guess for them to determine if she gave it to him if he gave it to her but yes she won against geico Hmm. Mm. i hope that worked out for her though i wouldn't uh i don't know about suing the insurance company Cause I know unless it's like HIV or something, cause for that he could have got in legal trouble. But like also, sister girl, why are you just letting this man slide up in you just unsolicited with in an Elantra? Like who the fuck fucks raw in an Elantra? Like, come oh, not in a Hyundai baby. <laughs> not in a fucking Hyundai. Why don't even fuck in an Elantra? Like, I don't need maybe I'm too big, but I, I just don't see the possibilities. No. 
to do trust me, I'm a bigger girl too, and I'd have definitely got boogie in the backseat, but not no fucking Elantra. You, that it's not even possible. It's not it's, even possible. So maybe that's how she won, because maybe they was like, I don't know how you did this, sis. No, <laughs> just, just the fact that you even did it, just give her the damn money. Right. And five million. So Ooh. if you still know dude, contact him, tell him to sue the university. Because he might got a lawsuit. Because you might have a lawsuit on your hands. Yeah. I I don't know whatever came up. Like, you know, I know he got it all taken care of or whatever. And they broke up as a result of it. I know he has kids and stuff now. So I guess it worked out for him in the end. But yeah, she did that to him. He that man crying in the bathroom. I'll never forget that shit. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny, but it wasn't funny at the same time. But I was like, oh, nigga. Like, <laughs> boy, I'm sure she, I'm sure her cootie cat was doing something before you, you know what I'm percolating. saying? Put it, it had to be. It had mm-hmm. to be. Her panties were percolating. So I know the source. <laughs> Much worse. Had to be much worse. She's walking around with kryptonite, and Come you on, just and her cat. Mm-mm. No, and you think you Superman? Look at you, Clark. Um, next time you know, see, we didn't taught people something today, yeah. and now they know. Oh, Make right. sure you go. Like, if you want to hear her give you relationship advice, or maybe you got some percolating. Maybe, maybe you smell. I don't know. Maybe you smelling salmon. Maybe you smelling salmon, okay? And you like, I need to figure out what I need to do about this. Yeah. So you send that over to her. DM? or Uh, My email, so crowntabletalk at gmail.com is where uh, all the questions and stuff are submitted. And then I usually just pick four or five or whatever, and we go from there. And usually I have, sometimes I like popping my shit by myself, but sometimes I have guests on there. And we just, you know, we try to give you the best answers that we can. But we're going to talk a lot of shit, too. So you kind of got to, you know, it's all love. But they just be catching me off guard with some of that shit. And I'm like, oh. Okay. Y'all listen to our last episode. It's it's really funny. And they go through a couple different scenarios. Yeah. And they give yeah, yeah. advice. So yeah. make sure you send over that email, man, men and women and thems and theys. You send and that all. over to her. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's going to give you all the advice. You follow her as well on her social media and on TikTok because that's where a lot of the, the poppins goes on. And she's yeah. absolutely hilarious. I enjoyed having you on Millennials Anonymous. You come back. I don't even know if you're a millennial. I'm 33. I'm definitely. Oh, you are a millennial. Okay. I was I'm thinking definitely. who's younger than that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she might be Gen Z. I don't know. Don't do that to me. Okay. <laughs> no, not just a different, not just a different vibe, baby. Uh-uh. Yeah, y'all, y'all just different. It's, y'all just okay, different. it's okay though. It's yeah. okay. Y'all don't, just... don't come for me. But yeah, y'all are just nope, not me. Okay. No, absolutely. But thank you so much for having me on. This has been too much fun. So if you ever need me to come back, girl, just let me know. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to have you back and we're going to talk about it. Because you know, once Hoochie Daddy season is over, we got to talk about the next season. Absolutely. So we definitely got to have you back. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Follow her. She's absolutely fucking awesome. Thanks again for being here. Not a problem. You have a great one. You too. All righty. All right.